This is Faith in Action, the program that looks at how people put their faith into action in their everyday lives. Faith in Action is a production of Catholic Radio Indy. Now here's today's program. This is Faith in Action on Catholic Radio. I'm Jim Ganley. Our co-host is Bridget Eyre. Hello. Great to be with you. Glad. Thanks for tuning in. (laughs) I can't talk today. It's my mask. (laughs) Who is that masked woman? (laughs) Who is that masked woman? Who's that masked man, Jim? I want to remind people, this is the time of the year when a lot of people start thinking about Christmas shopping. And yeah, it's early depending on your point of view. It's maybe late for some people. I don't know. But uh, the reason I mention that is, especially with the COVID situation going on, a lot of shopping will be done online this year. And if you are shopping online and if you are using Amazon for any of your shopping, uh, you can help us out a little bit if you first go to smile.amazon, smile.amazon. And at that uh, location, at that website, they'll ask you to pick a charity and if you put in all three words, Catholic Radio Indy, Catholic Radio Indy, uh, you just do that one time, and then you totally forget about it. And anytime you buy anything on Amazon, Catholic Radio gets a small percentage. And I'll tell you what, we've got a lot of listeners and some pretty good spenders on Amazon, I would say, <laughs> from the results we get. But uh, the more people that do that, the uh, more uh, funding Catholic Radio gets. So we Certainly appreciate that. It's easy to do. One way to start it is going to our website, catholicradioindy.org, and over along the right-hand side of the page, you'll see a logo that'll get you to smile.amazon. And again, just go there one time, put in Catholic Radio Indy when it asks for your charity. That's all. You're done. You never have to mention it again, never have to think about it again whenever you buy anything on Amazon. Catholic Radio gets a percentage. So if uh, Amazon's part of your Christmas shopping, you can make Catholic Radio a beneficiary of it just by taking that simple step. Well, today um, I'm calling this uh, show Life as a Catholic Influencer. And really that's what we're all supposed to be uh, about, I guess, as Catholics and in and, and, and living a life of discipleship in Christ and discipling others. And our guest today is Sean Hussey. He is the coordinator of evangelization and discipleship for the Archdiocese of Indianapolis. He's been there. uh, I guess you've been on staff for how long, Sean? Been on staff for uh, one year. Okay. This this hit my one-year mark. I was going to say newly hired, but I couldn't remember how long you've been there. So welcome to Faith in Action. Thanks for being with us. Yeah, thanks so much for having me. I'm, I'm really excited to be with you today. Now, are you originally from the Indianapolis metro area, or where did you grow up, and have you always been Catholic? I'm not from Indianapolis originally. I was born in Johnson City, Tennessee, so if you know that song, Wagon Wheel, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that's where I was actually born. My dad taught at the University of East Tennessee State, uh, but I grew up in Charleston, Illinois, uh, the home of Eastern Illinois University. Uh, it's about 50 minutes south of Champaign-Urbana, and I was raised in a Catholic home. Uh, both my parents are Catholic. I'm the youngest of five children, uh, so I definitely was baptized Catholic and, and grew up in, a, in a, really, a really great Catholic home. So I'm really grateful to my, my parents and my family for the example they gave me. Now, at some point, and I don't know when that was, you started a podcast. Tell us what the podcast is, and it's also a YouTube channel as well. So tell us about that. 
Sure, I'd love to. Yeah, so I did start a, a podcast and YouTube channel uh, just over a year ago. Actually, right before I started this position with the Archdiocese, uh, I started this podcast. It's called Cold Brews and Catholic Truths. Uh, so the idea behind the podcast is basically just if, if I could sit down with you over a beer or over a cup of coffee and talk to you about Catholicism, these are some of the things that I'd, I'd want to share, and this is maybe the approach that I'd share it with you. So originally I just started it with the intention of only just doing a couple of videos, a couple episodes maybe, um, to share with maybe some friends and family in hopes that that might um, lead to a couple of good conversations uh, around the dinner table or something like that. Um, but then, for you know, just the Lord had some other plans with it, and there was a good opportunity for me to continue to, to be a little bit more consistent with it. And so, so definitely, like, since about March or so, I've been uh, striving to be pretty consistent with putting out weekly episodes and weekly content uh, for, for, the, for the podcast, Hold Drews and Catholic Truth. And how can people see the podcast? Where do they go to see them? Yeah, so they can go to my website, Sean Hussey. Uh, dot org, uh, org, and that'll give you access to all the places you can listen to it. Um, but the primary, my primary audience, I would say, is definitely a YouTube audience. Just type in my name, Sean Hussey, on YouTube, uh, and, and my channel will be the first thing that shows up. So you can look at all the videos and the podcast episodes uh, in those places as well as Apple Podcasts and Spotify and wherever you get your podcast. Okay, and uh, spell your name. You're asking gonna... people to uh, type in your name. Yeah, Sean yeah. is one of those names that, oh, yeah, I know how to spell that. Uh, go ahead Definitely. and spell it for us if you would. Yeah, so, so my name Sean. It's the S-E-A-N version. And then my last name, Hussey, H-U-S-S-E-Y. Now, you wouldn't happen to be Irish, would you? I am. Yeah, my family's Irish. Yep. <laughs> Patrick Patrick Hussey was my ancestor that came over from Ireland. All right. Well, that's funny because Jim and I joke about that every once in a while. One time we were in here doing a share-a-thon, and we were all realizing we were Irish, and we all we all have the gift of gab. So that's great you're using it, Sean. I had to had to bring that up. Got to give it <laughs> give a plug for the old Irish, right? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Well, talk about discipleship and evangelization. Uh, those are two words we use a lot. Is there a difference? Um, and it seems to me more there is more of an emphasis on discipleship. Uh, Two yeah, questions I mean, there. I, yeah, I mean they they are very interrelated, but they are distinct. Evangelization is you know what Pope Paul VI has called the essential mission of the church. Her deepest identity says that the church exists to evangelize. So by her very nature, the church exists to evangelize, which is to share the good news of Jesus Christ, right? To speak the name of Jesus Christ into any and all uh, life situations, life, life circumstances. So that's what evangelization is. So, so I like to say that evangelization isn't one thing the Church does, um, but it actually is her very nature, right? Jesus created the Church for the mission of evangelization, to bring the Gospel to the whole world. So discipleship, then, is, is related, but it's like, Becoming like Christ, I would say discipleship is to become like Christ. To be a follower of Jesus means um, that we become like Christ. St. Paul says in uh, his letter to the Corinthians, 1 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 1, uh, to be imitators of me as I am of Christ. And I think that's a really bold statement, um, but a statement that we should all strive to be able to make. We all are influencers in the sense that there are people around us who we have influence over, and the call of discipleship is to live our life worthy of the gospel. Uh, the call of discipleship is to become like Christ, um, and, and so our life becomes a model, uh, becomes a, a life um, to Christ, 
um, and those around us. So I would say that's kind of the distinction. Discipleship is that ongoing formation in the process of following after Christ. Now, I want to ask you a little bit about your music. That wasn't one of the questions I gave you, but I, I noticed that you and your brother are the Hussey sure. brothers. I had not heard about yeah. you before, I guess, a couple weeks ago, and I want to hear what kind of music do you play, and do you do, like, uh, Christian concerts, or what's your genre, so <laughs> to speak? Yeah, that's a good question. Yeah, with my brother Quinn, we are the Hussey brothers. I would say the genre of our music, if we had to maybe narrow it down, might be something called Americana, mm -hmm. uh, which is basically a fancy way of saying it's a mix of things. It definitely has some country, folk, uh, and rock are probably some three of our main influences. So the songs that we write are certainly in that genre. We write songs about, about life, about our wives, uh, about our families, um, and, and things like that. So we're actually right now in the midst of, of, a, of a, a small house show tour, yeah. This is something we do every every year. Tell me about uh, that. This is, yeah. This is called the Dad Life Tour. Um, so my brother and I are both relatively new dads. So we've done this house show tour before, but this, this is the first year it's called the Dad Life Tour, and we plan to keep it with this title. But basically we travel to really all over the country. People bring us to their home, to their backyard, to their front porch, to their, you know, to their farm, whatever. Uh, and we just have a good time putting on a concert, telling stories about our life. Uh, and getting to know some of those folks. So, you know, people find us on Instagram or Spotify and, and follow our music, and this is a great opportunity for them to be able to uh, come, you know, bring us to them so they can hear our music live and interact with us in a way that's um, uh, basically free for them. Um, and so we're in the midst of that right now. We have a really, really full month, this, this month of October, to finish out uh, our tour dates. But yeah, that's the Dad Life Tour. Well, that's really cool. I think I watched one of your videos on YouTube, and I, I saw that. I'm like, and my husband and I were laughing and talking about that. But but just come to your front porch and, and sing to them. So that's that's really awesome. So how does someone do that if they wanted to? Yeah, if they wanted to, we're totally booked up for the rest of this year. But we, like I said, we do this every year. So you would just want to go to our website, thehusseybrothers.com. Again, that's H-U-S-S-E-Y, thehusseybrothers.com, all one word. Um, and then we have a link there that you'd be able to fill out a form. Uh, we have a list of dates that we offer. Um, again, after we finish this tour up, we'll start pre prepping for next year's tour. And it's just as simple as filling out that form, and we'll get in contact with you, and, and we'll set it up. Uh, and, we, and like I said, we'll travel anywhere, anywhere in the country to do it. We're talking with Sean Hussey. He's the coordinator of evangelization and discipleship for the Archdiocese of Indianapolis. Tell us a little bit about your role there and if you have any events coming up um, throughout the rest of 2020. Sure, yeah. So I work in the Office of Evangelization. Our main emphasis is to help equip uh, or really help parish leaders and pastors to equip laity for evangelization. We place an emphasis, and the church has placed a big emphasis, that the laity have a really primary central role in the mission of the church, which once again is evangelization. So I, I try to help be a consultant, a coach, so to speak, for parish leaders who want to begin a movement of equipping laity for evangelization. And one of the best ways we can do this is through what we call just the discipleship model. Uh, and this is what we might say is the method modeled by the Master, and that Master is Jesus Christ. And so real quickly, I could just say that Jesus, in his public ministry, chose to invest deeply in a few. He preached to the masses, he healed many, but he spent a majority of his time during his public ministry doing life, sharing his life with a few men, right, with 12 men. 
And through the relationships he formed with those men and the training that they received from, from him, they were able to share the gospel with more people. And the gospel was able to be multiplied, right, in the hearts of more and more believers. So we want to help parishes do that. We want to help parishes follow that model of Jesus to begin investing deeply in a few, to choose to do for a few what we wish we could do for the many, but the reality is that none of us by ourselves can invest in tons of people, but each of us have the ability to invest in a few. And so we want to help parishes equip, you know, like I said, a small group of laity to begin the work of ordinary evangelization in their everyday life, and then multiply that effort over time in our parishes. Well, one of the events that you did have recently, you did have a virtual uh, gathering of disciples event. I, I was able to uh, participate in that, and I know you yeah. you allow people to participate in that after the fact. They can get access to that video, and Tim Staples was your keynote speaker. Do you want to just talk a little bit about that event that happened and maybe how people can connect and maybe watch it after the fact? Yeah, absolutely. The Gathering of Disciples, that event was actually spearheaded uh, by my counterparts in the uh, Office of Catechesis. Mm-hmm. Um, they spearheaded that event, so my boss, Ken Agoric, um, you know, and the team there uh, put that on, and I helped run the technology for the day. And like you said, you had Tim Staples with Catholic Answers uh, join us for that day. And this is a day to call together leaders throughout the Archdiocese who work um, as lay ecclesial ministers together as a gathering of disciples to, to form them, to, to rejuvenate them, and to give them some practical tools to take back with their parish. So Tim Staples offered some, some great thoughts, some great talks with some other speakers join us as well. Uh, Tim did a breakout on the role of apologetics, right, defending the Catholic faith in parish evangelization and what that could look like. Um, yeah, so that, that's, that's a great event. If you, you, know, you, could, you could reach out to our Office of Evangelization or our Office of the Catechesis to, to learn more about how to have access to those videos uh, now after the fact. We need to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to talk a little bit about digital media, social media, and how you can use that to evangelize. So stay tuned for more Faith in Action. You're listening to Catholic Radio Indy, converting the culture to Christ through radio, featuring 100% Catholic programming 24-7. Do your friends a favor. Tell them about Catholic Radio Indy. You can hear the Holy Mass every day at 8 a.m. right here on Catholic Radio Indy. Welcome back to Faith in Action. I'm Bridget Ayer. Jim Ganley and I are all masked up. We're the masked, <laughs> masked man and woman in the studio here, and we're talking with our guest, Sean Hussey. He's the coordinator of evangelization and discipleship for the Archdiocese of Indianapolis, and he's also the, um, I guess you want to call, podcaster, YouTube personality, cold <laughs> brews, and Catholic truths, um, life as a Catholic influencer. And I want to get into that in a minute, but before we get into that, I want to ask you about these, um, what are they called, parish discipleship teams or parish evangelization teams? Um, sure. Is this something that you're initiating, and what are they? Yeah, that's a great question. We just recently re- re- uh, launched a guidebook called How to Start or Jumpstart Discipleship Groups in Your Parish. And this speaks to what I was mentioning a little bit before the break. Right? The goal of this guidebook is to help parishes to begin a movement uh, of small group evangelization through just these discipleship groups that we call that multiply over time. This comes back to that principle of Jesus of investing deeply in a few people in our lives, right? of choosing to do for a few what we wish we could do for many. So this guidebook, then, is practical and straightforward. It's meant to be a starting point for parishes to begin this movement. So the discipleship teams that you're mentioning, 
is really what we, we just call simply is that first discipleship group. So rather than being simply a team or simply a committee of some kind, we ask that this discipleship team would be really that first discipleship group, a real community um, focused on cultivating authentic friendship, uh, transformation in their lives, and growing in discipleship with the Lord. But that team then kind of serves as the apostles, if you will, or those sent on mission of overseeing this movement of discipleship groups at the parish. So they would call together the very first few discipleship group leaders. Our Office of Evangelization can help train those initial leaders. And then they would just make sure that these leaders, as they're sent out into their homes, in their communities, investing in a few people through these discipleship groups, that they would care for those leaders and then multiply discipleship groups over time. So we try to place an emphasis that this is not another parish program. Um, We're not advocating a particular type of program, but we're advocating this particular method that I think Jesus models for us very well. Uh, And once again, that's just invest deeply in a few, not only for the sake of those few, but ultimately for the sake of the many. When we invest deeply in a few, we teach those few to do the same for another. Um, We can reach so much more than any event, than any program could ever reach. And so that's kind of the goal of this uh, of this guidebook. And and I want to call attention to just recently we, we had a webinar, a live stream webinar that was kind of covering how a parish could use this guidebook, how a parish can launch discipleship groups, and how our Office of Evangelization can, can help. And so I would just direct people to our Office of Evangelization website to watch that, to get a more in-depth look at this guidebook and how it can be used. You can go to evangelizeindy.com. Uh, hit the support tab. You'll see the video right there. Or you can go to our YouTube channel, which is just simply Evangelize Indy as well. You'll have access to that live stream webinar to learn more about the guidebook. What a great use of uh, digital media in terms of um, putting that together. And that's, that's my segue to the next topic of, <laughs> of how, how should Catholics or should Catholics be using digital media to evangelize. Talk a little bit about that. Yeah, I mean, I think it's just the reality, of course, that, that the new media is extremely prevalent prevalent in our society. People are using it. People are on it. People are scrolling their Instagram feeds. People are, you know, uh, cruising through YouTube videos. Uh, in some ways, the new media is kind of like the modern-day Areopagus, right? You know, in Acts chapter 17, when Paul goes to the Areopagus, it was a place of discourse. It was a place where both uh, common people, but also maybe scholars and more sophisticated people would all come together to exchange ideas. And in many ways, the new media is kind of that modern-day Areopagus, if you will. It's a place where we can exchange ideas with all sorts of people. So it is a place, I think, that that's important that the Christian voice, that the Catholic voice uh, is heard, the Catholic worldview is heard. So in that sense, I would say, yes, I think as Catholics, we should take the new media seriously. We shouldn't write it off, so to speak. We should take it seriously and look for opportunities to proclaim the name of Jesus in that space, whether it's through YouTube or Instagram. Uh, you know, in many ways, there's opportunities just to share about our own lives and our own family and, how, you know, and going to Mass and things like that that just kind of speak to the joy of the Gospel in our own lives. So there's really simple ways uh, to do that uh, that I think that we, we can utilize. I, I don't think that every single Catholic has a responsibility uh, by necessity uh, to be actively involved in using the new media, right? That depends maybe on our life circumstances a little bit. But I do think just generally speaking, it is a tool that can be used 
for effective evangelization. But would you say it's not a replacement for the Jesus model discipleship in terms of investing in people? It's not a replacement, right? It's not a replacement. I think, like, really good things can come from it. But something that I've heard from Father Mike Schmidt before that I, I try to share often, I think it's, it's valuable, is that if, if we're not willing to share the gospel with the person next to us in person, uh, then we should maybe think twice about wanting to share the gospel or evangelize on the new media, on Instagram or on YouTube. <laughs> right? We want this both-and component. First Absolutely. and foremost, I think we need to be ready and, and willing, as Peter says in 1 Peter 3.15, to give it a sense for the hope that's within us. And typically that's going to work best in the context of real relationships. Uh, so the new media, like I said, can, can really be a great thing. People can watch a YouTube video, for example, when they're ready, when they're interested, they're curious about a topic. And so in that sense, it can meet somebody where they're at when they're ready. Yeah. Um, however, a YouTube video can't walk with somebody. Mm-hmm. An Instagram post can't continue to walk with somebody. It's just a one touch point in that person's life. But we as people... Uh, we can continue the work of discipleship. We can walk with the people that the Lord places in our path. So in that sense, yes, we don't want to ever uh, make the new media a, a, a total replacement uh, for the discipleship model that Jesus gave to us. Now, talking about the new media, uh, some people are able to track very carefully where people are listening to or viewing their uh, electronic content. Uh, in your office, do you track like your uh, cold brews and Catholic truths of where people are that are listening to or are participating in your uh, videos? Yeah, that's a good question. I, you know, I honestly haven't looked into it really seriously. I have there's an analytics page on my YouTube channel that speaks about the demographics a little bit about those who are coming across the YouTube channel. And the, the predominant demographic for those listening to my YouTube channel are, are young men, are like young adult men, um, which, is, which is actually something that I hoped for. In a particular way, I wanted my, you know, Cold Brews and Catholic Truths uh, to be an opportunity to speak uh, to men, to be relevant to young men. Um, you know, like, again, like if I were to have a beer with, with, a, with, with a guy I met, you know, or to sit down in the bar with, with some guy and talk to him about the Catholic faith, these are some things that I would share. Um, so there's definitely been, been a lot of young men as my, as my primary audience for at least the YouTube channel uh, of my podcast. What are some of the topics that you cover on? We've got about three minutes left. What are some of the topics that you cover on your, um, either your podcast or the YouTube channel? Yeah, so I would say it's an apologetic ministry. It's dedicated to spreading and defending the truth of Catholicism. And I always say, and, and hopefully equipping with those Catholics listening with some knowledge and confidence to do the same in their own life. So I cover different apologetic topics, right? I, I try to explain what the Church teaches and why, uh, anything and everything, right? It can be anything and everything about really Catholic theology. So it's more theologically, apologetically focused. Um, you know, so it's, got a, it, it, it's, a, it's a kind of a counterpart to what I do at the Archdiocese. What I do at the Archdiocese, of course, is a little bit more focused on that relational aspect of ministry, uh, of walking with a person. The podcast is more kind of focused on, um, on the truth of Catholicism, on the theology and, and, and the reasonable worldview that, that Catholicism has to offer. So talk about the Eucharist, talk about Mary and the saints and baptism uh, and, and justification, all those types of topics. What have you learned, um, or how is maybe being in this role 
impacted your own walk with the Lord? It could be either with your music or in your um, your digital media evangelization or in your actual role there at the Archdiocese. I mean, any or all of those. How have that? How has that impacted your faith life? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, it's it's impacted it in many ways. I mean, I'll speak first to my work with the Archdiocese, and prior to that I was working at St. Jude in high school and young adult ministry. In doing one-on-one discipleship, small group discipleship, and, and meeting with, with fellow young adults here in the Indianapolis area, you know, and opening up the Scripture, trying to talk to people about their relationship with Jesus, I always find that it's a renewal in my own spiritual life. It's a, the Lord always invites me to return to Him with my whole heart, um, when, when I try to guide people in their own walk with the Lord, in their own walk towards eternity, uh, it definitely inspires me back to a deeper relationship with God. Uh, and so in that sense, I mean, that's, that's why I love doing what I do. I, you know, with the YouTube channel, doing the podcasting and things like that, I, I mean, in many ways that, that same feeling comes, I suppose, but also it's, it's difficult. In many ways it's like been a difficulty on my own faith life, I've, I've noticed. I've really, like, recognized how dependent that I am on the Lord. I've recognized, like, how much I really don't know, and I'm really trying to offer good guidance and, 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 and try to share the truth of Catholicism the best that I can. But I think it helps me to recognize, like, how broken and how, how much I really need the grace of God to be able to share His eternal truth. And so, so that's, that's a difficulty on the spiritual life in many ways. Um, and so, so for me, it's always been a reminder that, that prayer has to be the, the centerpiece in my life, right? Prayer is not just a part of my relationship with God, it is my relationship with God. So I've learned to, to recognize that if I'm not praying, um, I can't evangelize effectively, because ultimately I don't want people to be pointed towards me uh, or to fix their gaze upon me, but I would hope that I would, I would help them to fix their gaze upon the Lord. And I think in doing videos, doing podcasts, and doing, you know, full-time ministry, it can be a real temptation that you want to look good, that you want to, you know, that I want to look good, rather. I want to look a certain way. I want to draw people to myself. I hope to get something out of it. But the call of ministry is to die to that desire, to die to myself, so that people can have life in Christ. And so, yeah, doing this, all this work of evangelization is, is always a reminder to be drawn back to prayer so that people will be led to the Lord and not just the things that I'm doing. Sean Hussey, Coordinator of Evangelization and Discipleship. We are out of time. Thanks so much for being our guest. Give us, give us a couple web pages where people can connect with you. Sure, yeah. So, so the, our music, as you mentioned, that's thehusseybrothers.com, H-U-S-S-E-Y, thehusseybrothers.com. Uh, my own personal website where you can learn more about my podcast and YouTube channel, that's just seanhussey.org. S-E-A-N, SeanHussey.org. And then finally, our Archdiocese of Indianapolis Office of Evangelization webpage is EvangelizeIndy.com. And you can find uh, find out a lot more about what we're doing with the Office of Evangelization here in the Archdiocese of Indianapolis there. All right. Thanks so much, Sean. God bless. All right. Thank you, guys. God bless you. You have been listening to Faith in Action, the program that looks at how people put their faith into action in their everyday lives. Faith in Action is a presentation of Catholic Radio Indy. You can hear this episode of Faith in Action again or any past episode at catholicradioindy.org. If you have a suggestion for a guest or topic for a future program, please call us at 317-870-8400. 
or email jim at catholicradioindy.org.